Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to Centurion Leadership Battalion Podcast. My name is Elena, your host, and we're back again today with Justin for another Q&A style episode. If you have not listened to our previous three episodes on ownership, go back and listen to those. We have a lot of great and helpful content there for you. Today's topic is going to be a little different. It's why is it important for leaders to be listeners? We're really excited to dive into this. So thank you, Justin, again, as always, for your time. Uh, It's awesome. Thanks, Elena. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think part of it is if you never learn to listen, how are you ever going to talk about something or how you're ever going to get to know people or lead people if you don't listen to what they need. But actually, I didn't, as you just asked the question, it just occurred to me, like my own experience. I mean, one, my father has been a mentor in my life for 41 years, as long as I've been alive. So, I mean, whether it was on the farm and mowing, I mean, we grew up on a horse farm. So I had both my parents as entrepreneurial mentors there. My dad, was a businessman in food before he started the entrepreneurial journey with Bob Dunn and I in 98. And even that, while I may have been the most ambitious and even as Steve Slocum and Jay Brinkley came along as I was in college and still helping out with food service partners, I'm learning um, the fact of the matter, I was the least experienced by far, no matter how educated I was, no matter how much I knew technology, I was by far the least experienced when it came to food service in the room always. So like it meant like I really had to shut up and listen a lot. Um, I really, you know, there were times where I had to shut up, listen and talk about it later to get clarity from a mentor or a coach. And I don't know how you do. I mean, in my own experience, I think listening is such a key role. One in relationships two, in any business or job that you're in. Um, And three, I think as a leader, like people don't realize this is people are always trying to sell, sell, sell the vision. And I need to sell myself, sell, sell myself as the leader. Um, But actually the opposite is really true. Um, One, um, you, if you're, if you're doing it properly and you listen, like I said, and you, you grew up listening or you're instilling listening skills in your children or, or in the, in the employees that work for you, if you're an entrepreneur or in the people you lead, um, or just by setting it as a good example by being a good listener yourself. I think it's really, really, really important. And one of the reasons is, is because, you know, listening means like you have to make eye contact with people. And when you make eye contact with people and you're listening to what they say, it actually makes them feel like you're hearing them. And I think active listening is not thinking about how you're going to respond or provide a solution or whatever. It means sort of engaging in it. 
And even after 41 years of trying to do this and learning to do it at work, in my relationships, I still suffer from because I still have an ego. I can still be defensive, right? But I think listening skills, I don't know how you learn um, otherwise. I mean, in your experience, Elena, um, I mean, you're a different generation than I am, but I mean, I mean, how do you, how have you learned and, and how have you gained experiences, I guess? I think that you had a good point of saying people often listen, you know, just to respond. And I think that that is a trait or a characteristic you have to learn is not to listen you know, building up your response in your head. So as you're listening to a story or a complaint or a comment, you're just thinking, okay, this is what I'm going to comment on. This is what I'm going to say back to that. This is my, you know, response. It's more so listening to understand what the other person's saying, really, you know, hearing them. Um, oftentimes we hear people, but we don't really listen to them. We don't really understand where they're coming from or what they're even saying to us because we're so focused on how we're going to respond to it. And I think just having to train yourself, you know, not to be listening with the intent of, this is what I'm going to say, um, but really listening with the goal of understanding what that person is needing or what they're trying to communicate to you. I agree with you. And I think that the thing is, is in business, like I have this a lot. And one of the fundamental things that I can tell you that I know if I can't do business with someone or I'm not going to mentor someone or I'm not going to coach someone, or I'm probably not going to hire someone, is if that person does nothing but talk. Because one is, especially as a salesperson, or they're trying to sell me something, you haven't heard any of my problems or what I'm in need of to even provide me a solution. You're just selling me a bag of goods. You know, and so you're not building a relationship with me, which is like the core value number two, right? Let build lasting relationships. Uh, for this podcast or for the Centurion Leadership Battalion. So, but active listening, because you can't have a partnership. And why would I engage in someone that can't listen to my point of view either, as well as make sure that they're heard? And I think that that's part of it. It takes two parties. It takes surrounding yourself with those type of listeners. But in leadership, it's important. And if you want to rise up as a leader, you need to make sure you're surrounding the um your life and the people around you with people that are active listeners um, that can be quiet long enough to hear another point of view, because that's what it's about, right? That's about listening is about the exposure to someone else's point of view for your own growth, right? So how do we do that in a way that we make sure that we're not so biasly opinionated, especially in the world right now and what we're going through on how many extremes, is that we're actually listening to other people. It doesn't mean we need to do something and we shouldn't expect someone to take our side or jump our fight or all of a sudden take up arms and, you know, for our, our fight. But it means that we can talk and understand other people's point of view to gain greater exposure so we can base things based on understanding someone else's point of view or where they might be, you know, for a better world as we lead forward or exposing it to our children. So they're listening to these things so they can help, you know, make differences or changing since they have a longer time on, on this planet, hopefully than we do, you know, God willing. So <clears throat> it's things like that, that I think 
that as a leader, um, you actually, by the time you get to, you grow a company like Food Service Partners, and, and there's plenty of people that have grown companies way faster um, than we have over 23 years or whatever. But I do know that in order to do it, we've had to be leaders. And I do way more listening now than I ever did at the beginning, which is funny because I just told everyone that I lacked all the experience then. And I had probably more ambition. But the reality now is I probably have twice the amount of ambition in life, which means the things I'm pursuing, I probably have half as much experience in. So I'm still having to listen on a regular basis in my entirety. And in order to make these things succeed in my life, uh, the things that I'm growing in, I have to have a mutual relationship with people that's built on respect and trust and the ability to talk, which means there has to be active listening. You know, it's not the ability to sell people. I, you know, you can do it. You can get up on evangelical heights. I can spit Centurion Battalion podcasts all day long on a microphone. But the reason I can do that is because my head is full of information because I went out there wanting to be a good leader. I focused on in my whole life, whether it was playing soccer or on the farm or at school or in college or in my fraternity or in my life at Food Service Partners or any business I've done. It's what's been focused because without it, the rest doesn't matter. Like you can't, people can't take ownership. You can't do anything, but the people that are make good leaders are able to listen and learn. Just you had a good point when you shared, you know, being a salesperson or even trying to be a business person without, without intentionally selling it as your main goal. Um, you really can't be successful in your business, uh, without listening because the number one thing you learn, you know, when you are even studying sales in college is, is being a good listener, being an intentional listener. Uh, that's actually in my college sales course. The number one lesson that we were taught is sales. All sales is, is listening and hearing pain points and going after, you know, what ways can I help solve this problem for someone else? And you really can't get to that next part, that next step, um, in the sales journey or even the business journey without, without listening. And here's the thing, any, every, and this is for negotiating and everything. We can talk about leadership and negotiating in a different, um, in a different podcast, because I think it's important, particularly on a global level and particularly in a business level, um, being able to negotiate from a leadership and respectful thing. And the reality is, is just from this point, if I'm able to listen and I'm actually able to listen maybe that person wants something different than I do. And we'll talk about this later, but it's always the thing. If you have an orange and two people want it, someone's always like rushing into, oh, let me solve it. I'm a leader. Want to be a leader. Cut the orange in half. Give people each half. Well, you know what it turns out? One person wanted the peel. One person wanted the orange, right? That would have been an easy negotiation. Both parties would have won. They would have felt like they had ownership in the decision. And then what did I do? I came in and marched in and solved it for them. And, but it didn't really solve a problem. And all I did was serve my own ego. So that's where listening is important, right? And we can get in negotiating and all that whole thing and why listening is important. We can build off of this. But, you know, holding, um, 
holding a hard line or whatever, that doesn't mean someone's not listening or me not agreeing with your opinion doesn't mean I'm not listening. But I do think that listening involves empathy and understanding and compassion towards what the person is saying. And it may be so far off where you are morally and ethically, you can't agree. But someone's toothache is someone's toothache, right? You don't know their lens and you don't know what they're going through. But all we can do is help, you know? And I don't know any other way. It's why therapy and psychologists and everything works so well is because what they really do is just listen. And that's what leaders are. Most leaders do not do the talking publicly. You see me on the podcast and probably see me on Instagram and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And I look like this chatty person. But at work, I don't really talk as much. I've got to have constantly be listening to every single person. If I'm doing all the talking, I have no clue what's going on in my business amongst all the 500 plus employees. I have to listen and all I have to do is listen because I have to, in my day, I'm trying to do so many things and grow so many businesses, you know, and I'm always trying to be an entrepreneur and push things to the new level and grow myself and all those around me that if I don't constantly listen, I don't have a clue and I'm going to all of a sudden steer the Titanic away from the iceberg when I should be going, staying on the plan and going right through it. You know, so that's just an example, you know, it's just like we need jerk our way around when we don't listen to people. And when we get in our own head and we get in our own ego, and we don't listen and we think that we have all the answers. It's not true. I mean, I really, and probably in any given life in 23 years at food service partners, I probably made the correct decision less than 10% of the time. But what I've, what we've been able to do is make minor mistakes and minor decisions and do quick adjustments to pivots to then make the right decision. So after that, we make a right decision. I'm at a hundred percent or uh, close to hundred percent because there's variables. Maybe you have to do it twice, but that point is where it's like, okay, be willing to make the first mistake and be willing to have a low batting average. But I have to be able to ha be willing to go through that low batting average and have everyone experience it and then be willing to listen to everyone's opinion of what went wrong, why it happened. So when I pivot, I'm not having to go through another costly mistake again, but I still got to be willing to do it. But the requirement is I've got to listen if I'm not going to make it again. And I've got to be willing to listen if I'm the one who made the mistake, which ultimately always I am. I'm the one who pushed it. I forced it. I made sure everyone did it. Maybe everyone made mistakes along the way, but ultimately the mistake was mine because I knew it was going to happen. And we know that that's adversity and we don't look at it as mistakes. So because of that, because we look at it as adversity, people are willing to talk about it more. Therefore, when they're able to talk about it more and they feel safe to talk about it, it's all because I'm willing to listen and make it safe environment for them to talk in. So um, that's, I mean, that's it in a nutshell, in my opinion, um, I think. So. I think that's extremely helpful. And I, I love how you pointed out, you know, people may listen to the podcast or see on social media and be like, Oh, this guy, you know, talks all the time. And is always pouring out wisdom and inspiration, but 
for you to even share vulnerably that no, you know, during the day at the office or at work and the facilities you go to, you're not always talking, you know, you're listening to your clients, to your employees. I think um, that, that says a lot about your leadership style. Well, and how many, I've had how many marketing and advertising companies never really understand the business and then provide me with this grand strategic plan on something. And I'm like, what just happened here? You spent how many days here and all you did was give me your opinion. And it didn't have anything to do with where we are or our culture or where you think we are or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, well, that doesn't work. You didn't listen to me or the employees or whatever. And we're a pretty open book business. You can walk in and pretty much breathe our culture in the air, you know, and you'll see it in the people running around, particularly as, you know, we get the kitchens open and, and we build the team and the leadership. And even that, everyone, as they get up to leadership, they're taught to listen to the, the team members if they're a team lead and the supervisor, they need to listen to the team leads and the, the production managers need to listen to the supervisors. This is not a command and control. That's not the way it is. This is about leading up and down a hierarchy. And in order to do that, you have to listen, like really listen all the time and like really pay attention to when your ego's checking in and when your ego's checking out and when you're defensive and when you're not in your family, with your children, in your business, because it really your ego can mislead you and your ability to be defensive because of your past or past scars can miss, can act, can get you to mislead also um, yourself and the people that follow you. So, you know, leading and hearing people and getting feedback and being able to sit back and hear that you also get a determination and you can feel the heartbeat of your business. You just listen and you can feel it and you can feel the energy just by the way that people are interacting with each other and talking to each other. So most of the time I'm quiet. I, in the cafeteria, I'm not talking. I want to hear all them. I want to hear them talking because that mood, you know, that's where it is. That's the engagement. Where's the level of positivity in my business? And so just really just quiet listening just being a part of it, walking out on the floor or walking around the office, just listen to people. It gives you a gauge of the people that you're leading. You know, they, they say it, their tone of their voice, the way they're doing it. That's a huge skill. Listening is one of our five senses for a reason. And we need to utilize it. It's important for our survival, but it's important for our leadership. So, you know, um, I guess that's, that's it again in a nutshell. <laughs> Sorry, I kept going there, but um, thank you. Really helpful. I think that that's all very insightful. And, you know, maybe you know, since when you sit back and think about it, people may think, you know, as a leader, you need to be always the loudest one in the room, but a true leader from what it sounds like from, you know, what you're saying and just my own beliefs is sometimes a leader is, you know, the quietest one, the one who talks the least and listens the most. Yeah. Because you got ultimately, in order to lead, you have to give people what they need and want, not what you want and need mm -hmm. to give them. It's not, it just doesn't work that way. And certainly then you're only selling to one person or your own, your business only is serving one person, which is you. Absolutely. Yeah. So. 
Awesome. I think that that is a perfect place to, to wrap things up for, you know, listening and being an active listener um, and just being a listening leader. I think that's extremely helpful. Well, I would love to share um, where our listeners can find us on Instagram at Centurion Leadership Battalion, also the same on Facebook and it's B-A-T-T-A-L-I-O-N. And Justin, I'll let you share your handle as well. Yep. It's at Justin Bizarro on Instagram. Uh, Twitter and Facebook. I don't really use Twitter or so, but Instagram I'm the most active in and um, uh, Facebook I'm kind of active in. So Instagram is the best place. But again, please share the podcast, subscribe. Hopefully it's helping share it with friends and family. Uh, we're trying to obviously drive leadership, uh, particularly in the world where we are right now, where I think we really need it. So um, thank you everyone for listening in and, and supporting what we're doing. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of what we are doing here. Please, like Justin said, share this with your friends, your family, your fellow leaders, your followers on social media and tag us. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions that you are wanting Justin or myself to cover, we would love to hear those as well. You can send them over on Instagram DM. It's the quickest way to reach us. And we'd love to have you be a part of what we're doing here in the Centurion Leadership Battalion. Thank you for listening.